0: Thank you. Thank you to the praise team and especially uh, thank you to Jasper. I think it's proper for us to say thank you to them for leading us in worship and praise tonight. Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it uh, would be all right to also say that uh, Jasper and I taught a class today class in preaching and worship, uh, Corey McPherson's class, and we were there for an hour and 15 or 20 minutes, told them everything we know, <laughs> and a little bit more than what we don't know, but anyway, uh, that was, uh, at least that for us, I think that was a very, uh, pleasurable, uh, moment or hour for us, and we trust it was helpful to them, and, you know, um, Don't put this on the tape or anything, but this fine young man named Jasper, I I just figured he married and had some kids, and they're back there somewhere around Bourbonnais, Illinois, or Kankakee. Uh, He's single, and with all of these beautiful young ladies (laughs) hanging around here, I think something ought to happen before the end of the week. You know, at least to get some kind of a connection going. So I don't charge for that, but if I could help to facilitate, <laughs> wouldn't be a thing wrong with that, would there? So, uh, oh, you know, I just thought I'd throw that in free, just to kind of toss that right in there. <clears throat> thank you, thank you for coming uh, on this Thursday night. I know, as Pastor said, there are other... other. Uh, things, uh, distractions almost to get our attention and other events. But you're here. It's a great crowd. Man, on Thursday night, I, I just, uh, as the scripture would say, I bless you in the Lord. And uh, may God help us tomorrow morning. Uh, come if you can. The college kids will be here. But uh, all the rest of you are very welcome tomorrow night. And uh, then a Saturday event, I guess, with the leaders of the church and a in a brunch thing, but then Sunday morning. Well, I want to go back tonight to an Old Testament uh, scripture, all the way back to the book of Numbers, and that's way, way back there. And you may not have been reading in Numbers lately, and neither have I, um, until I did today, and, and kind of getting my mind refreshed on this whole event that happened back there. So I need to read it to you, kind of partially read it, partially tell you the story. Uh, So here we go. It is from Numbers, and it is chapter 13. Uh, I I guess I need to tell you a little bit what happened before, and then we'll get into that. So if you have your Bible, just put uh, your finger there and hold it just a second. The uh, children of Israel, uh, the Jewish nation, had been in Egypt for many, many, many years, and they had been slaves in Egypt. It was terrible. Uh, Pharaoh, you might remember that. You might remember their pleadings to God to get them out of there. That was not their homeland. However, none of them had ever been to the promised land, for they had been in Egypt for uh some 400 years so it was great 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 grandpa that would tell them about that but they had the promise that there was a a land for them that god had prepared and it got worse and pharaoh uh, became more and more wicked in all of his his demands and everything they were crying out god finally called a man by the name of moses who uh First of all, turned away from the challenge and ultimately finally came and finally stood before Pharaoh and demanded, Let my people go. And of course, Pharaoh said, I'm putting this into just common English, but no way. <laughs> you know, that's pretty well what the Bible says, but not, you're not going anywhere. So, plague one, two, three, four, five. 6 7 8 9 10 and the tenth was the worst and the firstborn died because they did not have the blood on the doorpost of the lintel of the home as had been instructed and uh, the Pharaoh then called Moses and I, I'm sure he yelled and said go 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 take your people take your flocks take your herds take your wives take your kids Go, and go home, wherever home is, and go worship your God. Go. And they started the journey. It's called the Exodus. As they exited uh, the land of Egypt and started toward what we know now as the Holy Land, as the Promised Land. And on they went. They came to an impossible barricade. Impossible happened to be what's called the Red Sea. And they had if they had time, they could go around it, but it would take a long time. By the way, by the way, it doesn't make any difference to the exact number, but I'm told there may have been as many as a million people in the march. This was not a group of a hundred. It was huge. And how God fed them, all of that is just it is just all in the scripture but it's a miraculous deal all the way through but now they're stuck at the red sea pharaoh changed his mind and he said to his armies go get them and drag them back and they were thundering after them and it was a it was a, a horrendous moment to say the least and Moses cried out to God and there's a whole lot there lord why would you get us out of there to have us massacred here was much what was said. And the Lord did the greatest miracle in their history to that point. And I don't know about what in all of their history. He opened the Red Sea and had a mighty wind blowing all night, according to the Word. And the waters were piled up on each side like walls. And the people of God, the Israel, the Israelite people, marched across that what I would like to call the highway in the, in the sea. And God got them on the other side, and the armies of Egypt came thundering down and went right into the same highway in the sea. But when the last one got on the other shore, God lifted His hand, the waters came together, and all of the pursuing enemy was washed away forever. And read about it in Psalms. Read about it from Isaiah. Read about it for years to come. They talked about it. All the rest of their history. When God set us free from the heavy hand of of Egypt and Pharaoh and uh, the miracle of the Red Sea. Then they marched on. And now they are to a point where they're ready to go into the promised land. They're ready to go into, well, we call it today the Holy Land, and they were there. I have to tell you now, because some of you, are, you may have been studying here lately. Some of you are professors, and you teach this, and you know it all inside and out and upside and down. I actually used to think, because I hadn't done my homework right, that they had to go across a river to get into the Holy Land that they had to get across the flooded Jordan River. That isn't now. That happened at another time. They didn't have a river to cross. All they had to do was go. They were at the border. So the Lord said, Get twelve spies, one from each tribe of Israel, and they're all listed there, every one and uh, one man from each of the tribes and go into the land. Now, I need, need to read this. Go into the land that I am giving to you, God said, and spy out the land to see what it is so that you'll know what you're getting into. Now, I'm down to verse 17, chapter 13, Numbers. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan And said to them, See what the land is like, whether the people dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor, whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage and bring us some of the fruit of the land. And the twelve spies headed out. They, they uh, went in from the south. It even tells all of that here, but we'll uh, you can get all the details later if you like. They came to the valley of Eskel, and there cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. The grapes were so big, the fruit of the land was so strong, that that cluster of grapes, they had to put a pole between two of the spies, to drape the, the grapes over it. they were that big and they cut down a branch of one cluster of grapes and carried it between two of them on a pole. They also brought some of the pomegranates and the figs. I want you to see now this, uh, this is a land that is uh, that was that was wonderful, special and, and a lot more. They returned verse 25. They returned from spying out the land after 40 days. That is a key, that's a key figure there, but remember, remember it for something else. They were there 40 days. And now all the people gathered. And now Moses was there to hear the report. And all of the people. And now they're giving their report. Verse 27. And they said, We went into the land you sent to us. It truly flows with milk and honey. That's figurative language, but it was just uh, beyond anything they'd ever seen in Egypt. It flows with milk and honey. And and look at this. And this is its fruit. Look at these grapes. You never have seen anything like this. And look at the figs and the pomegranates and uh, all the rest. The very next word nevertheless, however, (laughs) but, and that is the way life goes. Yeah, God helped us. Yes, the Lord answered prayer, but we're never going to make it through this one. Oh, man, we had a We had a great service Sunday. We had a wonderful revival between the college and the church. And God moved. But here we go. I say that way too much and all that. But anyway, somebody was taking notes of what I was preaching one time. They came up afterwards and they said, how do you spell? I said, I don't know, but I know how it sounds. Uh, Murmuring again. Somebody's murmuring again. Well, they started a murmur. Yes, yes, this is the fruit. Flows of milk and honey. Nevertheless, however, but the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified. They're very large. And we saw the descendants of Anak there, who was a giant. The Amalekites are there. I'm just hitting the names of the, of, the, of the groups now. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Termites. I mean, <laughs> they're all there. I added one there. If you didn't know, uh, you know, go ahead. But anyway, <laughs> things hit me funny that don't hit some of y'all funny. But anyway. And... And Caleb quieted the people. Caleb was one of the twelve and said, No, no, let us go up at once and take possession. We are able to overcome it. And the others uh, of the uh, spies said, uh, We are not able to go up against the people. They are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out. What they said, they went on. (laughs) just <laughs> wouldn't quit. All the people we saw in it are men of great stature. We saw giants there. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. So we were in their sight. We can't go. I just want to, I just want to plant this in your mind and I've got to carry on. Couldn't they remember the Red Sea? Couldn't they remember Egypt? Pharaoh? That had not happened to their ancestors. That happened to them. God got them out from under the awful hand of Pharaoh and the Red Sea miracle. And now they're saying can't go, can't go. God can't can't take care of this. Hmm and there's a good place to preach right there for a long time. Remember what God has done for us for you. And that ought to give us faith, ought to give us courage. Well they were murmuring. And here I can't even believe after all God had done for them. They started to say and now I'm in now chapter fourteen, verse two, If only we'd have died in the land or wilderness, if only we'd have died back there. Now we're gonna now we're gonna die here. We should have died there. So they said to one another, This is hard to believe. Let us select a leader and return to Egypt they actually said let's go back and be slaves again two spies i'm not putting i'm putting some words in their mouth right now two spies by the name of Caleb and Joshua said no 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 wait a minute now we'll get right back to the scripture Joshua Caleb verse 6 now verse 7 They spoke to the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then He will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear Uh, the people of the land they are our bread their protection has departed from them the Lord is with us do not fear them sounds like a Nazarene evangelist sounds like a Nazarene pastor sounds like a Nazarene college president come on folks God's bigger than this situation whatever the case might be only, Don't rebel. Don't rebel against the Lord. Don't fear the people. They, the two of them gave a good report. You want to know what the Bible says? And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Well, what a, what a way to get treated after giving a good report. Let's just kill them. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's the account. That's the real uh, super abbreviated, but it's right from chapter 13, chapter 14 of Numbers. That's the account. I think you know what happened. But uh, if you don't know, just hold on, and I'll tell you in in a moment, they had 12 spies. You heard the report. So the people were doing more than murmuring. They were wanting to go back into slavery in Egypt. And now, here's what I want you to hear from this account tonight, 2012. Us. Truth number one, all 12 spies saw the exact same things. Amen. All 12 spies saw the exact same things. They didn't go 12 directions. If you check it out, they went together They all saw the walled cities, Jericho and others. They all saw the people who were giants. They all saw the the luscious fruit. They all saw a land that flowed with milk and honey. All twelve spies saw the exact same things. They They had an exact same encounter in the promised land. I won't stay here very long, except to say, after I've lived a little while now, I've come to believe our lives are not that much different from one another. We all have some good things that happen to us in life. We all have, once in a while, a great thing that happens to us in life. We all have some disappointing things and hurtful things, all of us. And before life is over, all of us are going to have a heartbreak about something in life that's just the way it seems to go. Uh, I didn't realize that life is so similar. Different names, different situations, different problems. But it uh, averages out. We all have some good things. We all have some tough things. All twelve saw the exact same things. Truth number two tonight. Ten spies chose to focus on the problems. Two chose to focus on the promises of God. Amen? Ten said, No, no. walled cities, giants. No, no, no. Two said, God's bigger than that. I'm I'm putting some more words in their mouth. Can't you remember the Red Sea? Can't you remember uh, Pharaoh? Come on! No, 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 no. Ten chose to focus on the problems. Two chose to focus on the promises of God. It's about like that in our world today. That's probably that way in everybody's church. I don't know if it's 10 and 2, but at least some choose to focus on it. we can't do it, we can't make it, or at the college, or at home, or wherever the case might be, <clears throat> we can't make it. Oh, everything, you know, fact in America, we might as well just give up now. We're never going to make it. Everything's so bad. Oh, Bad, 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 bad. Chickens all plopped over and died. I... I was born in the dark of the moon. Oh, man. Why don't we just quit now? There are people that... That's just all they do. And two or however many come along. Come on! Can't you remember? God has helped us around here. God has helped us in my life, your life, our life. Come on! Look up! Come on! Look up! Uh, The longer I live, the more real this becomes. This isn't just a story Some several years ago. Kind of the way people act these days. Maybe they have always been like that. You know what that says to me tonight? It kind of comes out like a question. Well, what kind of eyes do you have? What kind of eyes do you have? Do your eyes see problem, 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 mess, dis... Uh, div- difficulty, discouragement, impossibility? Or do your eyes see the promises and the power of God? What kind of eyes do you have? Uh, Jasper, I think last night, I think it was, we were you were leading us in something about, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. There's a ton of truth in that song. We have eyes in our heart. And we can either see God and His power and His holiness and His ability, or we see everything else. What? I'm not preaching out of somebody else I'm preaching to us here tonight. What kind of eyes do you have? Well, I want to I want to give you the age old illustration, and I I know you've all seen this. If you've ever been to one seminar in all of your life, you've seen this, but you're going to see it again. I just felt like we just need to do it again. And so <laughs> I have a picture of water here tonight. And I, you know the answer, so don't say it. You know, let me, I'll say it, but you know. And the uh, water uh, that I put in oh, just before church uh, back here was uh, clear and I said to myself they won't be able to see out there if it's clear water. (laughs) So I got under the uh, sink, opened up the door and I found some cleaning fluid that I think has been there since the flood. And I poured it in there so you could see and man there's stuff that's floating around in there I mean we got something down here alive I think. I believe we've got something growing down here. We better take you to the biology department. They'll probably have uh, they'll, they'll get something to crawl out of there and tear up the country. But anyway, if you see if you see stuff floating around here, I don't know what it is. But I said, ah, oh, we're going with it. But I'm not drinking this stuff. And it'll kill you. Oh. All right. Now I know you know the answer. So this is one of those questions where you don't cry out the answer yet. Is this pitcher half full? Or half empty? You've all heard it and seen it, but here it is again. Is it half full? Or is it half empty? And the answer is, it's whichever you want it to be. If you want it to be half full, it is. If you want it to be half empty, it is. What kind of eyes do you have? It's kind of the way life is. Whatever you want to see, that, that's more true than what I can describe. What? Well, uh, we'll go outside, and uh, on a given day, somebody will look up and say, "Hey, it's a partly sunny day," and somebody else will say, "Yeah, it's a partly cloudy day," and they're both right. Depends on what you're looking at. <laughs> if you would want to come and visit me, fly to Denver. And some way get to Lakewood, Colorado, and get to the intersection of Hamden and Wadsworth. And now I'm going to tell you how to get there from there, Hamden and Wadsworth. And you take a south on Wadsworth, and you go about one fourth mile, which is only that long, at the top of a little gentle hill. And and uh, you go through, you go through uh, that um, <laughs> stoplight. Uh, yes, there. There are three, I guess. You go through three stoplights, and then you take a right, and then you go in one block, take a left, and we're on the corner. That's where we live. 4121 South Yarrow Street. Isn't that good? Lakewood, Colorado. And so you go through three stoplights. Yes, the way we're programmed to think and to talk. You know, I've done a study on stoplights. I have found out, in nearly all cases, they are green as much as they are red. Why don't we call them go lights? Come to the intersection, take a left, and go through three go lights. Now, some of you, if they're red, you make them go anyway, but I'm not talking about that. They're red and yellow and green. We are, we are so programmed. They're stop lights. Well, they're go lights. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. My mom, you don't know her, you never will. Until we get to heaven, she's there. Little short French lady. <laughs> her maiden name was Dupont, della Dupont. Uh, she made bread from time to time as I, we were little kids, and I, uh, I, she would get the bread out of the little pan, and she would cut off the the uh, end, and say, Jim, I know you like this. You want the the heel. I said, oh, yeah, i put some butter on there. And I would, I would have the end or the heel of the little loaf. It got to working on me when I started to think of, about a few things in life. Why was that called the end? Why didn't we call it the beginning? <laughs> it's not the heel. Well, what's the opposite of the heel? I don't really know. So you fill it out. You fill that in. I don't know but here's a loaf of bread and, you, and the first cut is, is, is not the end it's the beginning you want the beginning piece well here this is the end and this is it uh, that's the way we think that's the way we're programmed what kind of eyes do you have uh... partly sunny partly cloudy I can go on and on and on and on and on and that is kind of funny who cares I don't care if you call them stop lights go lights or whatever kind of lights but I do care when it comes to obeying God And you say, I don't know how I can do that. I feel that God is calling me into some kind of ministry, but I I don't want to do that. I've got something else I want to do in life. I I can't do that. Or God is calling me to uh, uh, some other point of obedience. Or, Pastor, I have no idea what kind of a ministry that you'd like to see started here. Maybe a men's ministry. I don't know. Maybe women's Maybe for divorce recovery. Maybe you have all that. Maybe you don't. Then the Lord's been talking to you. I want you to do this. I want you to help some people in this regard. Or something. No, I can't do that. I, I, I can't talk in front of people. I, I'll be a failure. Uh, no. What kind of eyes do you have? If God wants you to do something, He'll get, He'll get you through the promised land. But you've got to believe that God is still God. Amen. Lord, you're bigger than this. You're bigger than this. What kind of eyes do you have? Are you with the ten? And murmur, murmur, no, no. Can't be. Or are you with the two, Caleb and Joshua? With God's help, come on, let's go. They are our bread. Their Their defense has departed from them. But the Lord said it was our land. He's going to give it to us. Come on! And they said, "Stone the boys." Do you know the end of the story? They listened to the ten and turned around and headed back into the wilderness. And every single person of uh, uh, every single person above twenty years of age died in the wilderness. None of them, that would be counted adults, none of them made the promised land except Caleb and Joshua. Forty years later, a year for each day that the spies had been in the land. Forty years later, they finally came back to the Jordan River to try to get in. That way, a whole new generation, only two went in that had been there, Caleb and Joshua, the rest of them bleach their bones in the wilderness. Don't you think we could take a lesson from that? Let's follow, let's follow the Lord. So it's going to take faith. Well, okay. So we're going to take some steps of faith, and we don't know how it's all going to come out. Well, okay. It's the way the kingdom always is, has grown. <laughs> we've got all these young people here tonight i have no idea what's wrapped up in you the potential that's here tonight let alone uh, others that will be here in chapel tomorrow and and on and god wants to call young people as well as others older ones and and he wants you to become a leader and to pave the way to change things for the right and for god and for righteousness and holiness and you say, I, don't, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> if God's in it, God will help you to do that. Amen. Don't follow the ten. Don't get your eyes on the giants and, the, and Jericho and all the other walled cities. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. So truth number one was they all saw the same things. Truth number two... Ten focused on the problems. Two focused on the promises of God. And truth number three, and lastly here tonight, is uh, are you bound by fear or have you been set free in faith? Oh, Lord, set us free. Too many of us are bound by fear. Bound by fear. Can't do it. Oh, Lord set us free from being bound by fear and fill us with faith in the Lord God himself. If he wants us to do whatever the Lord whispers to somebody to do, he has a way to get it done. Amen. Lord, fill us with faith. <laughs> Caleb and Joshua. Joshua. Well, let me tell you a quick quick little story that um, is just what happened. and I, It's kind of delicate, delicate in the beginning, but when I was called to Denver First, and it's kind of a large church, uh, and <laughs> but they had gone through very, very, very rough times. And I just need to tell you this, and I'm not going to tell the whole deal to you, but... Um, they had lost a ton in attendance. I mean, a ton of people. And the auditors from downtown told me that we were one step away from bankruptcy. Well, that's fairly serious. And <laughs> the Lord knows <laughs> I didn't want the church. You know, God bless somebody else. You can to have it. So I was the district superintendent. And I went in. To call help them call a pastor. Now you understand, I hope to some degree how that works, and it's usually quite a process. And it happened to be the very first meeting, and so I I talked to them for about an hour, and we talked about the the crisis at hand and and a few things, and 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 I'm just going to cut right down to it. And finally, one of the very bright guys on the board said, uh, "Brother Deal, <laughs> hate to kick you out, but would you please leave the room?" We need to have a talk among ourselves. I got booted out. I mean, in a nice way. So they said, go out there and sit on that chair down there and read the Herald of Holiness, and we'll come and get you after a while. And I just word for word, word for word, what they said. I, I left the room, went down, sat in the chair, and read the Herald of Holiness. And I said, Lord, I don't know what they're talking about. And in an hour, they called me back. And I walked back in, and they were over, two of them over in the corner, and counting little pieces of paper, handed them to me, and it said 30 to nothing. I said, well, what's that for? They said, we've just nominated you to be our pastor. There are 30 on the board. And it's 30 to nothing. I said, no, 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 no. no! I've got names for you. They said, we don't need your names. They said, by the way, if you don't become our pastor, you've got to start preaching here Sunday anyway, and you've got to start taking the offerings. We're that close to the end. Well, hallelujah, bless the Lord. That's all I want to ever do. Amen. <laughs> and i i I said and they they uh, folks i'm not i'm not making it up i know i say that way too much but i'm not making this up they all gathered around and said sit down brother deal come on let's gather around him and let's sing the doxology they're all singing praise god i said get me out of here jesus (laughs) and then they said let's pray for him they were beating on me they're beating you know beating my back beating i said lord i don't even know what is happening here this is, not, this is not the way we do things. And so uh, they all got up. And they were hugging me and all this. And, oh, boy, God's in this thing. I said, uh, mm, uh. And I went home. My wife Dorothy, was. it was about 11 o'clock at night. She was propped up in bed. She was reading the book. She didn't even look up. She said, well, did you make any progress tonight? And I said, oh, a little. <laughs> she said, did you, did you get around to nominating anybody? And I said, hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 we did. She said, it better not be you. <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah, it was me. I mean, she came out of that bed. And she said, we're not going, Jim. We're not going. We're not going. You understand? We're not going to the... We're not going. And I said, no, we're not going. We're not going there. We're not going there. <laughs> uh, that took a month, 30 days, for a fellow named Jim and a lady named Dorothy Deal. Could I use an old-time term on you? To die out. To do what God wanted us to do that we didn't want to do. I didn't want to go there. I knew too much. And God was saying, I need you there. I said, thank you, Lord. <laughs> uh, I've got a job. <laughs> mm. It took a month, and that's a whole story. It, 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 was, uh, it, was, it was just heart-wrenching. Finally, with tears, I said yes, and Dorothy said, here we go. <laughs> now, we're probably going to die in this deal, but here we go. And, and I think I can only tell you about one thing. Uh, I don't want to say too much here because it's a little bit delicate, but they were living on a they were living on a Cadillac uh, diet, and they had a shivy income <laughs> in the church, and they they had twelve uh, paid uh, associates, uh, staff, ministerial staff. I'm not talking about all the secretaries and all the other sports staff. They had twelve ministerial staff, <laughs> and all twelve had a church leased car. We had a fleet. We had a fleet of 12 cars. Leased. Paid the lease every month. And they all had telephones installed on them. Ooh, glory. The first thing I had to do when I became the pastor, I had to send the cars back. We're going broke. I had to send the cars back. And when I announced it, I announced it to the crowd. I had to let them know, we're we're doing something quickly here. We've got to do a whole lot more. When I announced that, they clapped. The staff didn't think that was so hot. But anyway, uh, the people did. We gave the staff a car allowance. I want you to know. But, they, you, know, you know, and, and uh, I don't want to say too much more. I had to lower the pastor's salary. $25,000 a year. Don't you do that. Now, to Brother Dunlop, no, this is my story. It's not his story. No, it's my story. I, 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 I was the pastor. And I'm the one that said, we've got to. Oh, no, we've got to. I'm the pastor. Lower the thing. uh, I just, I'm trying to paint a picture. It was was crisis time. And they sent me. This is the board now. Now I'm the pastor. Now it's the first board meeting. Now they said, uh, we want to send the pastor and his wife up in the hills of Colorado. And you go up and uh, find two uh, lawn chairs and sit under a tree and uh, get your Bible and get your legal pad. And find out what God wants us to do to pull this thing out. And when you find out, come back and tell us and we'll follow you. Man, that is good. That is really good. And so we literally went up there for two, 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 uh, three days, two nights. We literally had lawn chairs. And we literally sat under a tree. And I pulled, opened up my Bible and I said, what are we supposed to do, Lord? <laughs> it wasn't anything. It wasn't even... A Some birds were chirp, chirp, chirp. And Dorothy got tired of that, so she went down to the lake way down there and started walking around talking to people. And I started walking up and down a path way back in the woods. And I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? What are we supposed to do? We're at the edge. We're at the precipice. What are we supposed to do? (laughs) And God only told me one or two things, only one thing I'll share with you tonight. I felt clearly the second day the Lord said to me on that old path, do something for others in a major way financially and see what I will do for you. You've got to go back and take a missions offering. Oh, no. That's the problem. We don't have any money. And now we're going to go raise a bunch of money and give it away. When I announced that, you could, you could read some of many of them. Oh, man. thought the guy would come back with a plan. And I felt a burden for Belize. There's a reason for it, but anyway, uh, I'd been there. So anyway, Belize. And we're going to help build a school in Belize. And, and uh, it was going to, you know, and we had numerous ones. It was quite a project. And I don't want to get into all that, but it was a fair amount of money and i just said folks that god is putting us on the test he wants to know are we going to do for others he's going to do for us and i had the murmurers come boy one of them said preacher preacher have you have you been around here when it rains i said yeah the roof leaks the roof leaks everywhere have you seen we have buckets out in the lobby way out? the the roof actually leaks i said yeah i've noticed that why don't you raise money for a new roof i said i will We've got to take care of others first. Oh, they walk off. Somebody come up and they, and they said, Have you seen our vans? I said, oh, Yeah, I have. Well, they're all terrible. They've all got over 100,000 miles on them. What we have, three vans, four vans, I think? They're all awful. Why don't you get up and raise money for vans? And I said, I will. But we've we got to do this first. Oh, Somebody else came and they, and they said, The parking lot is terrible. I mean, we got holes in the asphalt, holes in the parking lot that you can lose your mother and child in. And they say, they, why don't you get up and raise money for the parking lot? I said, I will, but i got to do this first. And I'm trying to tell you it wasn't all hip, hip, array glory, hallelujah. It wasn't. And I was saying, Lord, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Now, this, this may not fit your theology. I don't, know how, I don't know how to handle this, but it happened to be on a, on a July day. It happened to be on a Wednesday in July. We were having staff meeting, and it, we were right there, and it, it got very, very dark. And we went to the windows. And said, oh, man, what is this? And a huge storm. Came out of the Rocky Mountains and according to the newspaper the next day, went across the north part of Denver. And that storm turned, and that storm went right straight down and came right across uh, First Nazarene Church, Denver, and beat the roof in it with hail. (laughs) (laughs) The insurance company gave us $400,000. And I I don't say that, you know, I don't know how that fits your theology, but I'm just telling you what happened. And I just couldn't keep the smile off my face, you know. God just gave us a new roof, a whole roof. I mean, the even the whole deal. And, and AT&T called. Yes. Well, what, you have a peak at your church, and we want to put a cell tower on the inside. Nobody will ever see it. It's not even outside. It'll be on the inside. We have a weak cell over there, and the board voted to do that. <laughs> ah, a new parking lot. I'm telling you the truth. AT&T paid for it. They're still paying for it. They pay for it every quarter. If, well, if they want to, God bless them, we'll take the money. Christmas time came, and, and it was the last day of the year, December 31, and a man came in, he's a medical doctor, hardly ever attends the church, I guess maybe twice a year, maybe three times, not sure, but not much, he walked in, he walked into my office on the last day of the year, uh, December 31, he stood there and looked at me and he said, <clears throat> I've noticed your vans are pitiful, I said, yes sir, he said, well I, I've made too much money this year and I've got to get rid of some of it, and today's the last day, And he said, I can't buy all four. How much would one cost? Oh, I said 20, 25,000. Well, he said, I'll take care of two of them. There's 50,000 bucks. (laughs) Glory. The the brother's not even a Nazarene. I don't care. (laughs) I'm telling the truth. God said, do for others and see what I'll do for you. And we chose the project. I will say we raised over $100,000 and we gave it away to others. And God gave it this, this, this. And the church has never been the same since. And neither have I. We saw that God is bigger than Jericho. God's bigger than the giant. And in January, now all of this transfer came in May. So May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I didn't even tell you how much we were in debt. I would rather not tell you that. And in January, our treasurer, Dave Brown, the quietest man in the church, pounded his fist. You couldn't even hear it. It was just so soft. He just kind of went like that on the table at the board meeting. And he looked up and he said, other than the mortgage, We don't owe anybody anything. That was was just six months. And the people started crying. And they said, where does it come from? How did this happen? I just want to tell you, we started to sing. They started to testify. We didn't have board meeting that night. It was hallelujah time. Blessed be the Lord. God helped us again. What am I trying to say? God is bigger than... And fill in the rest of the blank. God's bigger. What kind of eyes do you have? What kind of eyes? So here, it's time to close tonight. And I don't know why the Lord wants me, wanted me to get down this line, but I felt led to say that. Here's here's the image I want you to see. They were standing... I shouldn't turn my back to you. I, I do know better than that, but... They were standing at the border. All they had to do was walk into the promised land. And they turned around and went back. I feel tonight there are some here who are standing at the border. And the Lord is saying, You just need to be forgiven and saved and get started. You you haven't given your heart to the Lord yet. Well, why don't you step across the line and come on and jump in? There are some that the Lord's been talking to about being sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit. He wants you just to say, you can have all of me, Lord, head to toe. Everything I am ever will be. I give you all. Well, why not? Well, because... Why don't you step across the line and get in? There are others I, I, I do sense that God's trying to call some to some kind of work, some kind of ministry, some kind of future that's a little different than why you came to ENC. I guess this would kind of relate to the students. And you thought you were going to come here to prepare for this, and the Lord is saying, but what I really want you to do is do this. Well, why don't you come in and go ahead and say, Lord, let's go. In services like this, big, big decisions like that are are made. Yes, Lord. There might be somebody here that has a resentment because of something that happened to you months ago, years ago, and the Lord is saying, let it go. Let it go. Come and kneel and say, Lord, I let it go no, 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 don't let me. Why don't you just step across the line and let God have it. And a hundred other things that I don't have time to mention, I don't even know. You're at the border. Many of us, were are at the border. Will you say yes? Or I'm going back to the wilderness. Amen? Let's stand. Let's stand and let's pray. Jesus. Lord Jesus. It's revival time. It's revival time at ENC and Wollaston Church. Lord, people have been praying. God's been here. You are here now. And uh, the praise team sang with a with anointing and power tonight. And God's been here. But Lord, I don't know how many I don't know. But There are some men, some women, some young adults, some teenagers, maybe some children that you're saying, step across the line. Go on. I've got a promised land for you. I've got something special for you. Don't go back. Don't go back to the desert. Don't go back to wandering. Come on. Obey me. Say yes, even if you don't know where the road will take you. Say yes. Would you obey the Lord tonight? Would you obey the Lord tonight? I imagine it would be different than what somebody else may obey the Lord concerning. But you know what? You know what you've been struggling with. You know what the whisper is all about. Why don't you come right now? And Jasper will. Sing something, but if you'll come, that always gives somebody else courage to come, and somebody else, and somebody else. Praise the Lord! Would you just come? Yes. I'll say yes, 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 Lord. It's your life. It's your. I'll say yes. God wants to do something with you. Amen. To your. It's you, God wants you for something special. I'll say will you, will yes. Say yes. Yes, Lord. yes, Lord. Where you lead take, me, take the, take the step. I will go. Don't go back to the. Don't go back to the desert. Say I'll Lord. say yes, <laughs> Lord. Jesus, I'll say yes. say yes. We won't sing long tonight, but to, uh, sing that with me. Sing long enough I'll for you to get say here. Yes, Would you come? Lord. Would you come? There's room. There's room for you. There's room for you, I'll say yes, God Bless you, God bless you dear one. For your will, Lord. That's right. Amen. Thank I'll Jesus. say. Caleb or Joshua, say yes to God, I get will in on the go, promise. get in on the miracle, <laughs> yes Lord, I'll say yes, yes, Lord. yes Lord, yes Lord, I'll, I'll say, say yes, yes. Sing that with me. I'll God. say yes, I'll say yes, I'll say yes. Lord, will, will you say yes to Your will, Lord? Amen. I'll say, say yes. Well, before Jasper sings anymore, I uh, I need I need some prayers to come. And uh, would you come? And I'd uh, uh, like to get some adults to come and help us. And you you don't have to. You don't have to do much more than say, how can I help you pray? And then you just jump in and and pray whatever they're praying about. That's what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. God bless you. You know how to do it. God bless you. I just love it when the ge- Christians gather around and they say, we're not going to let the devil beat us. We're not going to let the devil beat us. God's going to win this battle. And these Christians, young people and these young adults and these others all here are worth the world <laughs> and I say thank you Jesus well again uh, Jasper is going to minister to us as, we, as he sings and we pray and if you need to go of course you may of course if you don't have to go why don't you just be seated and, and just stay a little while just just kind of soak it in a little while Either one, but I'll see you tomorrow. But let's pray. Jasper, bless you, brother. Carry right on. Amen. 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 Oh, Jesus.